How's it going, everyone? I'm Jillian. I'm Lily. Welcome to Roughly Polished, a podcast where we give our unsolicited thoughts on building a sense of identity as two ripening 20-somethings stuck at the intersection of art, science, and culture. Yes, that's what we do. Yes, sir. (laughs) And today we are talking about social media culture. Fun. Exciting. (laughs) Everyone loves social media. Yeah, I feel like it's been a huge part of our lives, especially since we kind of grew up um, at the start of social media, you know? Yeah. I'm 22, almost 23. I am 23. I'm turning 24 in October, so fun. Um, We are kind of like Gen Z uh, millennial cuspers I yeah guess. um so we basically grew up when social media was evolving into what it is now definitely i think the proper term is zillennials zillennials yeah I, is that a thing it's a thing i hate that no. <laughs> what do you hate about it <laughs> it just sounds so sounds worse than gen z <laughs> Okay, first of all, I don't know what's so terrible about Gen no, Z. It's, no, it's not, not, nothing bad about the generation itself. I hate the it's term just, millennial. I think really? that sounds dumb. Really? Yeah. I think that sounds cooler than Gen Z. I mean, Gen Z is like, it, it follows the pattern of like how they label different generations. I suppose. And the millennials are like, oh my god, no, I'm a millennial. I'm different. <laughs> I suppose. Super hipster. <laughs> I guess. You know. But I don't, I don't want to be a millennial. <laughs> we're cuspers. Cuspers. I'm yeah, cusper. I feel like, I think I like that term. Cuspers. Yeah, we're the, on the cusp. Sounds kind of cool. Like, yeah. You sound like I'm in like an... Like an edgy alternative band or something. (laughs) (laughs) We're the (laughs) in-betweeners. The Cuspers. I would go see a show. The Cuspers? The Cuspers, yeah. So that's our topic for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I think as we've discussed previously in previous episodes, we I think we both have very different, I guess, ideas and values when it comes to social media. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Okay, first of all, the social media platforms that we are active on are oh, so yes. different. Yes. Which are your social media platforms that you kind of cling to? Um, I think it's mainly just Instagram on occasion Snapchat. Uh-huh. I don't even own a Twitter uh, or a TikTok uh-huh. um, or anything else. I only have those two. And Facebook, I guess. But who uses Facebook, right? That's true. Yeah, I <laughs> used it a lot in college for like... Um, organization stuff yeah yeah i mean like i feel like each um social media platform has their own purpose that they're really good at yeah the only thing about facebook that i still look at is a subtle asian traits oh (laughs) i love that facebook group it's so good it's so funny i'm in this other facebook group called subtle asian cooking oh there's also another one for like air frying recipes oh my god it's great i'll add them (laughs) yeah also like powerful cats are posting (laughs) (laughs) it's great oh my gosh i'm only on the traits in the dating one no, my God. Subtle Asian <laughs> dating. Subtle Asian dating. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. There's been a few posts where I, I was tempted to you're like, tag oh, you on. Okay. Tag me on all okay. of them. Like, I have no shame. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, I don't know if Jillian would appreciate this. For the eye candy. Yeah. Only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Are you joking? I'm not looking to get cuffed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
yeah, with these commitment issues in this economy <laughs> never <laughs> we know this thank you um so what are your top social media apps okay that you like to, to use? be honest i am present on every social media platform ever because i have absolutely zero shame <laughs> and absolutely nothing to hide <laughs> I, I know some people i have this one friend in particular and she's super um like protective of her personal information mm. so uh, her facebook is like private like a, yeah yeah she doesn't have instagram she doesn't mm-hmm. have twitter or like if she does they're like burner accounts mm. that don't have her real name and she like doesn't tell anyone the usernames yeah and i'm like okay who you like trying to be <laughs> mysterious or some shit yeah but i mean like that's good if you're like a um protective of that kind of information because like if you think about it like i got so much information about myself on the internet for like anyone to access yeah which is like kind of scary it's a little daunting right a little because like a kind of could potentially be really creepy oh yeah (laughs) but like is it that creepy if i don't care I guess the question is, why don't you care? Okay. See, the, the reason I don't really care is because I feel like I got nothing to hide, you know? Okay. I don't know. I feel like uh, unless you're freaking stalking me or something, that's the point where I'm, like, scared. Yeah. The things that I share on social media also are things that you would see about me in real life anyways. Mm. You know? Got it. I'll share, like, uh, my hobbies like an outfit that i really like yeah um some selfies if i'm feeling egotistical you know (laughs) (laughs) like uh, probably yeah Yeah. so i feel like in that case uh, because i have the power over my own narrative with social media Mm. it doesn't really bother me yeah if i post about things yeah that makes sense thank you that way you can shape what you want to present to the world yeah Yeah. with that said (laughs) um to answer your original question yeah i feel like the social media platforms that i'm probably most active on okay here's the thing also Mm. as i feel like different social media platforms have their own purpose like i said before yeah so like if i want to vent about dumb things or like make <laughs> <laughs> jokes into the abyss of the internet yeah um twitter's the place for that okay because people just like scroll past on twitter people i don't even talk to will like follow each other mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what twitter is for love that instagram is for things that are more image conscious Mm. so if i want to share things about like uh, i don't know fit pics Mm. photography yeah um you are a photographer thank you yeah thank you (laughs) different uh artworks that i do Mm -hmm. um music anything like that yeah that's like where i put all of that so instagram's a fun place yeah. at no chill jill follow me haha <laughs> 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 self promo <laughs> to like our zero listeners it's, it's fine. fine follow our podcast yeah instagram too. <laughs> follow our podcast instagram at roughly polished pod yeah yeah um and then snapchat is also where i kind of shit post everything <laughs> So okay, for real, like no cap, my Snapchat stories are so uncalled for. <laughs> like I have zero filter on Snapchat stories. I just post the dumbest shit, but it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel like filter is more apparent on Instagram because mm. it's a little bit more image centric and it's more public. Yeah, compared to Snapchat, that too. Because you can actually choose who you want to you know friend on snapchat yeah i suppose yeah that's very true yeah um and then facebook is more for family 
so my family members like don't necessarily unless they have me on like i don't know instagram and twitter um don't really know that i'm like internet trash <laughs> and like shit post on every platform ever <laughs> so oh i don't really gosh. post much on facebook because yeah. i have family members on there mm. um but it's really entertaining because some uh, people that i have on facebook oh you know like we add people from facebook and i've had my facebook since like sixth grade so there's people that i don't even talk to anymore right um and they kind of just all accumulate but some things that people post on facebook just like does not disappoint it's entertainment <laughs> really because you see uh, how people have grown in such different directions or like yeah. things that they value or things that they share yeah. you know how like uh, there's that whole thing about um like <laughs> middle-aged moms like resharing some random facebook Minion posts memes. and like yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> political stuff too is really oh, entertaining gosh, to see yeah. on facebook because see how none of the platforms that i mentioned in terms of their purpose are for politics please do not get your politics from social media yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. all i have to say about that anyways uh <laughs> very good point thank you um but yeah so why do you think you like social media so much okay that's a great question yeah because it's not that i like love social media yeah but you partake in it i do more so than most people i know i think yeah yeah (laughs) to be honest probably for the attention Everyone likes a little bit of attention. Not yeah. everyone. I like a little bit of attention. <laughs> I think with social media, um, on a more serious note, it's just like a place for me to share things that I enjoy with other people easily. Mm. You know? Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Just so, you know, I feel like I don't really have a specific thing that I post on social media mm-hmm. because, <laughs> like I said before, I have no boundaries. <laughs> um yeah so i feel like uh, honestly kind of uh, i just post for fun for the attention partly but at the same time it's like i don't really care what i post you know yeah like i don't necessarily care for the opinions of others on what i post i Mm. just like the attention (laughs) wow that's like the opposite of what i have really i get nervous about posting anything all the time oh really yeah wild why i don't know i don't know interesting (laughs) um mainly maybe because of the opinions Mm. but you know i shouldn't care about what others think of me but Mm. i still do but i was talking to you before we started this episode and um i was i i'm the one who's editing the audio for the Mm -hmm. podcast and i realized how how stuttery i am oh and i was talking about maybe that's due to some sort of anxiety (laughs) 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 jesus christ due due to some (laughs) jesus Julian. <laughs> We're only 13 minutes in. It's okay. I have to edit out all these things. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Great. Okay. Anyways. Anyway. We're talking about doo doo. <laughs> it wasn't. 
I was talking about anxiety. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm a very anxious person. I'm not diagnosed with anxiety yet. Um, but <laughs> I am a. I feel a lot of, you know, anxious feelings all the time, mm-hmm. and I notice me speaking during the podcast i'm very stuttery i am very i don't talk very smoothly and i think maybe just a potentially having someone in somewhere out in the universe not universe in the world um listening to what i have to say or see what i'm doing and gaining some sort of opinion about me or what i'm like mm-hmm. make makes me stressed out ah uh. um i still post things on instagram you know mm-hmm. you take good pictures of me thank you and i post them on instagram because they make they make <clears throat> me look pretty you look great oh thank you all the time no but thank you <laughs> um but that's still it still gives me anxiety because i'm like what do i say in the caption do uh. i what am i supposed to caption this do mm-hmm. i have too many pictures of myself am i like does the instagram feed the you know aesthetic look good with everything cuz i i like to make things look pretty yeah <laughs> um but even just i i also have a nail polish instagram that i haven't posted in a really long time um, Lily paints her nails. No. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, but that I noticed that Instagram gives me a lot less of those ang- anxious feelings. Oh, really? And I think because there's um, there's not I don't really present me as you know Lily on that account mm-hmm. at all. And I think that anonymous figure that I am on my nail polish Instagram gives me something to kind of hide behind i see and so i was way more comfortable um posting on that instagram that's why i was kind of i made it into kind of like a personal blog where i would talk about like my life and stuff and vent about things right while showing pretty nails (laughs) (laughs) for Um, sure that's super interesting that um you mentioned the whole thing about like being anxious about what other people think of you yeah and sort of like a that deterring you from posting yeah um because i feel like uh, for me i don't really care what i post because i know people are gonna look at it for what two seconds and then scroll away right so like i feel like i put less thought into it because uh, you know logically like all right i could uh, care a ton about this caption or like what filter i'm gonna use but does anyone really care (laughs) you know they probably don't but my brain's still telling me oh Uh, like there's so many people who are potentially going to see this mm, right and that gives me a lot of anxiety (laughs) (laughs) Um, another thing that's super interesting that's kind of related to that, there's a certain amount of vulnerability that is involved in posting on social media because I feel like, and this is a really interesting thing too, you are more so a person who is like vulnerable in person with Oh, people, 100%. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like you're a very open I, person. You're yes. very... Um, you easily share your feelings with others. Yeah, I, feel I like. cry to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I'm the opposite. Yeah. You know? So, like, I feel like I 
don't really tell people, even if I'm super close to them, mm-hmm. how I actually feel yeah. or like anything about my emotions and mm-hmm. I kind of internalize all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to <laughs> everything else, like, uh, you know, everyone knows like whatever about mm-hmm. me. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so interesting that, I don't know, there's sort of that <laughs> negative correlation between interpersonal openness and yeah. sort of like superficial openness. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I will literally cry to anybody <laughs> who would listen <laughs> to That's me so talk. funny. I think I have... <laughs> I can... Okay, how many friends have I cried in front of? One, two, three. I don't think you've cried in front of me before. I've never. Yeah. I've cried in... Four. I've cried in front of four friends. Hmm. And that's it. Yeah. I've yeah. I've cried in front of everybody (laughs) okay but i applaud you for that because i feel like that's something that i should work on because i think my um like my lack of openness is a kind of working towards my detriment in a lot of cases like it has in the past you know what i mean yeah um but anyways, that's a topic for another day. Another episode <laughs> of the pod. We for can sure. dig deep on our emotions <laughs> another time. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I mean, yeah, anyway. Anyways. Tangent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we can make kind of our own personal list of the pros and cons of what we think about uh, social media and the culture behind it. Definitely. Because I think... There's a lot of really great things about social media, you know, connectivity, being mm-hmm. in touch with more people than we've really ever been. Oh, absolutely. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to communicate to people across the globe mm-hmm. at a moment's notice, which is crazy. But there's also a lot of things that I personally believe are definitely detriments to the human race. <laughs> yeah. And what are those? Um, mainly... Um, we wrote a list or beauty standards, mental health, materialism. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those are all things that I think um, social media has negatively impacted. Mm-hmm. Like just me personally, mm-hmm. I've definitely gone through all of those things mm-hmm. um, because of social media. Right. And- How so though? Like what aspects of those things do you think um, are like negatively portrayed? I think social media kind of um, puts people, like a certain group of people on a pedestal. And those are Uh. the people who are the most popular, the most successful on social media. Interesting. Like Instagram fitness models, for example. Um, And I remember seeing that I, like throughout college, or let's go back a little bit, in high school, Mm -hmm. um, I was very overweight. Um, I'm 5'7", and I in high school, I was over 200 pounds. I'm not really ashamed of saying that because I'm, I look a lot better now, <laughs> and I am much healthier now, but I was really overweight, and I was self-conscious about it, and then I went through community college and college, and then that's when I really started to get um, more involved in social media, mainly Instagram, mm-hmm. and I've seen, I used to see all these fitness models, and um, I have grown up being... Um, an athlete. I played volleyball in high school. Mm-hmm. A back injury made me kind of more stagnant than I had ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in college, I played in the rugby club at mm-hmm. UCI, and that made me a lot more active again. But then that was the point when I saw so many fitness models on Instagram, and I and I I saw like 
someone that I followed on Instagram, they had a YouTube channel and I've watched their YouTube channel on their fitness journey or whatever. Right. Um, and the way that she dealt with her fitness goals mm-hmm. wouldn't have been healthy for me, but I still oh. took it, took her advice and her eating habits and I applied see. it to myself when... One, I was playing rugby, a very intense contact sport. Uh-huh. Two, walking around campus every single day mm-hmm. in a very large campus. Yeah. Burns a lot of calories. And I was eating like a thousand calories a day, mm-hmm. which is not healthy for me. Mm. Um, so that made me lose weight in a very quickly, mm-hmm. in a very unhealthy way. But because I've seen the body image that I've seen on social media, and I was starting to see that on me that's when I started to feel happy with myself but obviously when you are very active but if you don't put enough food in your body your body kind of fights back right so I used to get very sick oh no (laughs) a lot um and I have you know a few health problems and all these things Mm -hmm. um but because of I if I you know I don't want to blame all these people and their fitness um habits and advice that they give people but Mm -hmm. um it's hard when you're young and when you see all these people doing these things and trying to apply them on yourself you don't really know what's healthy for you right what's the the best way for you to kind of go about fitness and health Mm -hmm. um because everyone's different yeah (laughs) and everyone should you know figure out what works for them in a healthy way rather than kind of falling back on all these social media people who are just you know trying to advertise you know what do, what do the kardashians advertise like oh those my gummy god things. oh god it was like a <sighs> slim fast something. something like that like yeah the, you know fitness teas that don't work yeah <laughs> like, that aren't actual actual real legit things yeah um so i think in terms of those types of beauty standards and tying that in with mental health and body image issues Mm -hmm. for me personally those were all detriments for me in terms of social media and that's Mm. why right now I'm trying to stay a little bit further away from social media especially all those fitness social media accounts Mm -hmm. um, because I knew that that just wasn't healthy for me mentally and physically I see yes that's like a super interesting because I feel like uh, in terms of beauty standards for me it was more it was more like a influence makeup and uh, uh, you know yeah <laughs> i don't know i think everything is obviously well it's always been but very eurocentric yeah right in yeah. terms of uh, features they like teach you how to contour your nose or like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> have a super sharp that bone structure jawline that could cut glass yeah (laughs) (laughs) which like i definitely don't have (laughs) um yeah so i feel like i never necessarily struggled too much with um like body image social media Good for you. More, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's any better than like facial <laughs> oh, yeah. social media, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I feel like, you know, all of the pretty much like there's definitely a look that a lot of YouTubers and bloggers and Instagram models have, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a, a difficult in the sense that when you're growing up you don't want to see all of these people having the same kind of look 
Yeah. And that's just something that obviously you're not going to have because you're not like a skinny white girl with (laughs) like a green eyes and brown hair and freckles you know yep um but it's just like i feel like i feel like also have okay did you ever have a tumblr no oh my gosh okay so on tumblr that's how old i am (laughs) on tumblr there was this whole um movement where people were talking about thigh gaps i remember that yes yeah specifically on tumblr they would talk about like girls with thigh gaps and like you know like Mm -hmm. everyone would strive to have the thigh gap yeah which was obviously like uh, listen i'm filipino i'm not gonna have that thigh (laughs) gap you joking (laughs) anyways it's just a whole different thing i think it's very um influential especially for such an impressionable age group Mm -hmm. and i think it's not necessarily always a terrible thing because i think social media could be used for really good things like raising awareness for different causes or like spreading um like exposure of different cultures you know and things like that but i feel like you definitely have to be careful with what you consume as good information or you know it's hard because the age that we kind of became um not obsessed but we became um involved in social media Mm -hmm. out of like you said at a very impressionable age yeah and when it was very when we didn't really know how much of how much of an effect social media was going to have definitely that was also very tricky Uh um because you know at back then on youtube people would talk about um a lot of things that aren't very social very that were very socially conscious Mm -hmm. um you know all these people are bringing up past youtube videos from youtubers who have made racist comments Mm -hmm. and said this and that and bringing all that stuff up so i don't i think people when social media was becoming more of a big thing people weren't aware of what they were posting and the effects that that was going to have to just the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also to just very a specific group of people definitely and how detrimental that could have been yeah um definitely i think social media now has gotten a little better with that Mm. um and i will i want to say in terms of beauty standards um well, not just beauty standards, but just beauty in general. I think it's great to be able to see a different um, vari- variety of people online mm-hmm. who are very successful and celebrating different types of bodies and different types right. of um, groups of people and people with certain disabilities and celebrating their disabilities. And I think there's definitely a bunch of good that comes with social media, but there's from my experience growing up with social media, there's also been a lot of detriment when it comes to beauty standards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping that will change over time. Yeah, hopefully. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's gotten really good in the past few years. I know a lot of YouTubers have started talking about mental health and their experiences. Yeah. And I think it's great. I think uh, specifically Megan Batune. I listen <laughs> you to love Megan her. Batoon. Yes, I do. I <laughs> listen to her podcast, mm-hmm. um, and she talks a lot about therapy and also lore DIY. I don't know mm. if you like ever watch her videos, but they both talk a lot about like their journey with mental health and like mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And I yeah. think it's really important that a lot of YouTubers are doing 
a lot of good work in terms of mental health awareness Mm -hmm. i think there's been a big movement for mental health because of social media which is a great thing but also like social media is sort of a route to a lot of these mental health problems a hundred percent (laughs) yeah and i'm not going to necessarily like blame social media for that but i think it's really um a facilitator Mm -hmm. um and something that doesn't always help those mental health (laughs) concerns you know because it does make it really easy to compare yourself to others and i think that's Mm -hmm. sort of the problem is like we live in a society where everyone is compared to others in terms of like i don't know rank in terms of your class and your grade you know um like a socioeconomic status is so easily shared now Mm -hmm. like people will post about different things that they're buying different cars different (laughs) brand (laughs) items oh my gosh god i have a few people in mind it's like i won't (laughs) i won't spill too much tea but you know it's just a it's so easy for people to come off as sort of like braggadocious yeah um definitely Mm -hmm. i think there's a difference between bragging and actually um trying to celebrate your accomplishments oh yeah facts um i I think there's definitely people who just want to show off the things that they were able to buy Mm -hmm. um just to do it um but no i i had no few people on like instagram that i follow like friends who have worked really hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're able to buy and create a life for themselves that they wanted and they yeah. celebrate it by buying all these very expensive things uh-huh um so in that sense like good for you like you did that yeah definitely. but um there's definitely like especially when um younger like teenagers uh. use their parents money to buy all these <laughs> things and to kind of show off like you said their social economic status yeah like it's one it's kind of cringy to me <laughs> <laughs> but also it's... Lily just hates people younger than her. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm just, I, sometimes I'm just like, I look at things younger people do and I'm just kind of like, why? <laughs> but also I know that, you know, older people, people who are older than me look at me and say, why? <laughs> so it's fine. It's just a, I think this is it's just. cyclical. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's normal. But yeah, I definitely agree with you with the materialism and mm. how that's been affecting, affect how th- that's been affected by social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it's like also with social media, I think it's really easy for companies to advertise their products as well. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> pay influencers to be like, oh, this is a product. Make it yeah. go viral. You yeah. know? Uh, and so everyone thinks they need to buy all of these things and then they start comparing themselves to others and be like oh this person has this i need to have this too yeah that's the same thing with like oh this person looks this way i need to look that way as well um yeah it's just it's a lot to digest um i don't know i mean hopefully though with younger generations of people because they're growing up with social media as it's uh, you know growing and growing Mm -hmm. it seems like people who are growing up with social media are obviously going to be more acquainted with it yeah and their social skills are sort of going to be shaped with it yeah um and that goes for like younger generations even our generation compared to like our parents Mm -hmm. and so i was talking about this with my mom the other day Mm -hmm. 
and she was like oh i don't know how you guys go and like share so much on social media i would be so scared to like share all of this stuff how do you guys trust everyone they could be not who they say they are on <laughs> yeah. social media but at the same time you know our generation grew up with social media we're very familiar with it we kind of have this sort of ingrained skill of being able to decipher what is trustworthy on social media what is not yeah you know what kinds of things do we take uh, <laughs> people's word for on mm -hmm. social media yeah. and what kinds of things we do not yeah. right and so if you don't grow up with social media in the same way as another generation then uh, of course uh, how you view it is going to be so different and how you use it is going to be so different yeah so i think that's just a something that is going to be cool to see as social media progresses yeah um and as that becomes more and more accessible and more and more the norm for younger generations to communicate with yeah i mean just technology in general you mm -hmm. see so many kids like little kids yeah. with ipads <laughs> and phones and i'm like oh my god. how gosh. old were you when you got your first phone i was in sixth grade okay and it was um one of those thing phones that like slide up <laughs> so you can like type with a keyboard yeah um yeah that was my first phone <laughs> that's a, okay my first phone was in fourth grade i was 10 mm -hmm. i had it didn't do anything it was literally <laughs> just for calling it had the, yeah. the things where you had to like press each number three yeah. times to get a specific <laughs> letter to type yeah yeah it was great yeah <laughs> i had a little a little duck keychain on it love that you know how you used to be able to put little keychains yeah. on your phone yeah Ugh. i had one of those i thought it was like super cool i got it at claire's um yeah. just remember being able to like text my yeah. middle school friends and that was just like the coolest thing ever i know it was a novelty <laughs> i know right? <laughs> truly was and then my mom would get mad at me for like uh, texting all my friends too much she'd mm -hmm. be like oh my gosh you're texting too much yeah like that was such a big concern yeah when did you get your first <laughs> smartphone oh my god my first smartphone that wasn't until sophomore year of high school ah yeah yeah i was kind of a late one on that one because mm -hmm. they were expensive they were expensive yeah, yeah still are expensive oh absolutely <laughs> um but yeah it's just so funny that we we are we were we grew up with all those like slidey phones yeah and, like the ones that can only text and call yeah and i had then, a flip phone oh love that <laughs> oh, i had I love a, flip, a good phone. flip phone yeah um but then we have also grown up in a time where everybody has smartphones now yeah um, that's like the standard if you don't yeah. have a smartphone people are like what yeah i know <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that's super funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I got my first smartphone freshman year of high school, I think. Mm -hmm. And even then, um, it, it was, you know, it was a whole thing where I think um, when I had my first, like, touchscreen phone, mm -hmm. that was in eighth grade, I was, I still wasn't allowed to go on the internet, even though I had the option to, because mom, my mom was like, that costs money. Yeah. So you're not allowed to. But now it's just the norm to just be able to go on social media or the internet whenever you want to. And yeah. It's wild. Definitely. <laughs> it's just wild. Um, but speaking of, you know, the internet and social media, uh -huh. I think it's really cool how we are able to connect with so many people from so many different places now. Definitely. I remember <laughs> when I was in middle school, one of my uncles was living in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. 
And we thought it was like the coolest thing that we could Skype with him. <laughs> Skype. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and uh, it was like a, this super laggy video call. <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. had to have a camera that would like plug into your computer and yep. attach to the top of the cam- of the computer. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. And it could only be like an hour long or something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you had to like pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought that was the coolest thing. And now we can do that from our like I can FaceTime you on my iPhone. Yep. You know, <laughs> whenever you want. Exactly. Perfect. Doesn't That's matter where you yeah. are. Maybe yeah. not if you're like in fucking Antarctica or something. But <laughs> <laughs> anywhere with Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, or service. Um. But yeah, just being able to. I don't know just i think back then you were kind of very limited mm-hmm. to the people that you were able to have contact with yeah like in person contact yeah mm-hmm. or just even um just talking to someone through text right i remember it was a, a really big thing to just text random numbers yeah in like middle school and high school to just like oh see what kind of people you like come across that's like so sketchy actually it is super sketchy for middle school did it i know <laughs> um and i remember like um just texting like this random guy who like sent me a random text lily i (laughs) (laughs) i've done many questionable things it's fine oh no um well just talk just in terms of talking to people yeah not just like questionable things as in other things just like talking to people I'm not um, going to ask. Yeah, no. I <laughs> Remember, I'm a grandma. Okay. <laughs> I don't do anything ever. Um, but I remember, like, just getting random texts from, like, these people and just, like, making conversation with all these random people who just texted me. And I was like, okay, cool. That's so funny. And, but in hindsight, that was very sketchy and creepy and very yeah, terrifying. A little bit, dude. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know. But now it's kind of, it's okay to kind of... It's not okay, I guess. But you can still DM somebody from across the globe Definitely. and just say, like, hey, like, you're, the, art, the art that you created was really cool. Yeah. And that it was really awesome to see. And that's just, that's a more genuine interaction, I guess. Definitely. But still, that's still something you can say. And just being able to share, like, art and oh, music yeah. worldwide now in a way more accessible way yeah. is very cool. That's such an interesting thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's super cool. Yeah, I think like a, it's a really interesting though because I I say that so often. So many things are interesting. I personally, if I post any music on my social media, mm-hmm. I feel so much more comfortable with that mm-hmm. than I would with playing music for someone in person mm. because I feel like there's so much. It's a whole thing again where it's like I know people don't really care that much. You know, they're not going to stop to, like, view my story, but I can put it out there if I want. Right. You know? Right. (laughs) And I feel like it's just such a weird thing to be so comfortable with that distance Mm -hmm. and still being able to share things with other people, even though you wouldn't do it in person. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it makes me wonder, too, if that makes it social interactions less genuine because mm. the intentions are genuine right, right you're yeah. like oh i'm sharing this because i want other people to see it maybe other people will enjoy it mm-hmm. this is something that makes me happy and i want to share that happiness with other people mm-hmm. right the intention can be as pure as you want it to be right but 
<laughs> if you're not going to do that same thing in person, does that make it less genuine? Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's very interesting. I think in terms of whether I think it depends on the other person because I think uh. when you're on social media you're sharing it with like hundreds potentially hundreds of people sure so it's hard to be able to grasp the attention of one person but I think if there's a person who wants to feel feel something from the music that you're sharing or the mm-hmm. art that you're sharing they will make the effort to pay attention uh. and to reach out and say wow this was awesome uh-huh. right because I'm sure you get messages from friends and people thank you (laughs) no i'm just saying like you get messages from friends and people who care about you and care what you're posting Uh and you see the messages that they you know post for you Mm -hmm. right um and that's i think that's still a genuine interaction i just think that because you're you know putting all your music and art out for like everyone that you that follows you Mm -hmm. i think it's just harder to be able to grasp the attention of all these people but the people who do ah. care and want to be who want to pay attention and care will ah. and that's still a genuine connection i think oh okay they, then there's the whole like <laughs> <laughs> psychology behind oh my god which people care about me <laughs> you know yeah. oh my gosh me and one of my other <laughs> friends it was so funny because him and i went through this entire phase okay this was during his hoe phase <laughs> oh my god he was on a bunch of dating apps right yeah oh um, and he would tell me like all about yeah we're like uh, homies so he tells yeah. me like everything right yeah anyways um he went through this big phase of like oh my god like who's viewing my stories like and we were trying to like figure out if there was a pattern to how instagram presents um the people that view your story Mm. and i looked something up on the internet i don't even know if this is true or not but you know how you kind of look for things that sort of you look for things that you want to believe yeah (laughs) um (laughs) so apparently according to the internet (laughs) a very reliable source yeah um, the people that are listed as your top viewers Mm -hmm. for your story on instagram are the people that view your profile the most or interact most with your posts interesting really interesting right and i tried it out with my finsta because i have i have two instagrams i have a finsta and i got a rinsta (laughs) (laughs) as people do yeah (laughs) <laughs> Which I don't even know why I have a Finsta because I shit post on all of my social media anyway. <laughs> Anyways, not the point. Um, I use my Finsta to interact with my real Instagram mm-hmm. continuously. Right. And it worked. And wow. it showed up as the first viewer on my story. Wow. And I didn't view my Finsta with my real profile at all. Okay. So it's like only a one-sided interaction, right? Got it. Yeah. So anyways, I'm not saying I cracked the code or anything, but... Wow. <laughs> now yeah. I'm trying to think <laughs> about, like, the the stories that I have posted. Right? And, like, I don't know if people. that's the current algorithm, but it was back then. Wow. I think. It's still, still interesting, though. I know. Super and, interesting. I mean, that, that has to have some sort of ring of truth to it, because, at, like, when I do check to see who... Um, saw my story the first people that i see are my closer friends makes sense right yeah Yeah. um yeah yeah so anyways (laughs) he was looking at who was viewing his stories and he was like oh my god she's so into me (laughs) and i 
was like, I don't know if that's the uh, case. Don't flatter yourself, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so that was really funny. But then again, I was like looking at those <laughs> people who were viewing my stories. I was yeah. like, oh my god, he's so into me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. It's really funny. Uh, I think um, dating culture with social media should be another topic oh, we should 100%. talk about. But maybe in a separate podcast episode. Okay, here's what I will say about dating social media culture. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would partake in it. Uh-huh. And then I did. And then uh-huh. I hated it. But then it grew on me. And I was like, you oh, know, interesting. kind of fun. Yeah, but would never fun. actually pursue it in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> So it's like the attention again. I just yeah. like the attention I get from like people on social media. Yeah. And then I don't actually like follow through with conversations right. with them, but that's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. See, I'm the opposite. Oh. But we will explain that in a future <laughs> episode because I mean, I am a serial monogamist mm. and my the relationships that I've been in have been from dating apps. So mm-hmm. I am the opposite of you, but we'll Love talk about that, that in a different, you. in a different podcast episode. Yeah, there's some uh, <laughs> story times there. Definitely. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't know. But Speaking the, of that, yeah. though, um, <laughs> what aspects of your life do you think social media has influenced the most? Um, <laughs> dating culture aside. <laughs> dating culture aside. Um, um, that's an interesting question. Um. Well, obviously, the social aspect, right? Um, yeah, I think that was implied. But <laughs> that was like, implied. But... In terms of your values or in terms oh, of values? how you interact with people. Um, I think I interact with people in person less. Really? Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think friends-wise, that's different because you still want to interact with your friends in person as much as possible as you can in this current time. Yeah. Um go get vaccinated (laughs) (laughs) but i think when you're out and about just doing your thing running errands i think people talk to each other less Ah. um and in a way that kind of makes me sad um because potentially i would like to get away from the dating app culture and potentially you know meet somebody a lad out in the real world Um, without having the social media aspect integrated with you know romantic relationships Uh Um, but because because of social media and I think we're so focused on how we speak to other people over messages or Mm -hmm. through apps we don't really talk to other strangers in a more genuine way anymore interesting that's just how i've been feeling that's interesting um and maybe it's because we grew up kind of before social media but we were young back then yeah we maybe we didn't really realize that this is just adulthood (laughs) 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 i don't know you actually have to talk to people (laughs) (laughs) um but i remember just or maybe it's just how i was raised or maybe just my how my parents were um but I remember just growing up and going grocery shopping with my mom and having and seeing her have more conversations with, you know, people at the grocery store or mm-hmm. um, just, you know, people at who are who are the cash register people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was just more genuine connections being made in person compared to what I'm seeing now. I see. Um, and I would like to kind of 
be able to talk to pe- random or not just random people, but like people out in the real world and make, you know, connections where connections could be made. Uh-huh. But I think it's just harder now because we are so focused on a digital world and communicating with each other in a digital way. Ah, see, the funny thing about that is mm-hmm. I feel like back then they'd talk in person, right? Yeah. They'd be like, oh my gosh, like, uh, we should see each other again. Can I have your number? Right. Whereas now it's like, oh, what's your Instagram? I'll follow you. Yeah. You know? See, and then you follow those people exactly. and then you just don't <laughs> talk to them ever again. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is I think because you follow them on Instagram and you see how they're doing. Yeah. You know, you don't oh. feel the need to check up on them. Got it. As much. Yeah. Because, uh, and it's so easy to be able to make connections with people that way, too. Mm-hmm. I know in college, like, when I was making friends, one of the first things would be like, oh, my gosh, like, I'll follow you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then you see all those people's posts mm-hmm. and you kind of uh, keep in contact without keeping in contact. Right. Yeah. And I think, it. I mean, it's easier to make connections that way. But it's more difficult to make meaningful connections, I feel like. Or, like, it uh, means more to pursue a meaningful connection with someone Mm. because you are so easily given the option not to. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But... I remember us and I think another friend. We went to a coffee shop one time and then I brought tarot cards or something. Right. And there was, you know, a guy like across the table next to us. Uh-huh. And we just struck up a conversation and he was really nice. And yeah. we just became buds for like a little bit. And then I still follow him on Instagram. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but I still like have not talked to him like yeah. whatsoever. Um, and lately I've gone through a rough patch in life, but lately because I've been like sad or whatever, I would randomly just text people that I used to be friends with. And Mm -hmm. I think just that was just so out of the blue and so not something that people do anymore. They were like, oh, hi. They were like really surprised Mm. that I went out of my way to reach out to somebody that I haven't talked to in like two years. Ah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, like I would like to talk to people in person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to, you know, talk to people at Barnes and Noble and yeah. be like, hey, what are you reading? Okay. <laughs> suggestions through me? Here's the thing, though. <laughs> How much of that is attributed to your personality? Because I do yeah. that to people <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> me and Catherine, my friend Catherine, we're yeah. talking about this the other day mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, do you just like uh, talk to people out in public? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And I was, like, honestly, like, I don't make the effort to, but I feel like I kind of uh, just do that Yeah. <laughs> without yeah. thinking. Like, if I see someone and I like their outfit, I'll go up to them. Yeah. If I don't know them, be like, oh, my gosh, your outfit is so cute. Yeah. And if we have a little conversation after that, then cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like, for me... I uh, am easily able to make those random conversations with strangers. Right. But at the same time, that's just very much <laughs> on brand with my personality. Yeah. I mean, I like we are both very extroverted people. Uh-huh. And I also do something similar. I would also like go up to people and be like, "Hey, that's really cool." Yeah. Or like, uh, whatever. Actually, I I went to I I've been trying kickboxing lately, um, <laughs> but I went to a kickboxing class on Wednesday, and a girl like complimented my my form, uh-huh. and she was like, "Yeah, I, I'm new, and I've been watching you, and you've been like 
I've been like trying to copy what you do. You're doing so great. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And I almost cried. <laughs> but, um, but you know, um, I would, I still do that. But I also think because we live in a society where it's more common for people to interact on social media or online, I'm more hesitant mm. to kind of reach out to people. And I never thought about that. Have I just yeah. been? <laughs> Well, well, that's the thing. I don't want it. To, I don't want it to make it weird and be like, "Why is this girl talking to me?" Oh you know? God! I didn't um, even think about that honestly because I just talk to people yeah, uninhibitedly. But, but I think people appreciate that though because I I haven't had anyone come up to me and compliment something that I was doing in a really long uh. time. But this girl at a kickboxing class told me that she really admired my form, and I was like, that mm-hmm. really made my day really you're like oh my god let's be besties i I wanted to but she was with a whole bunch of people and i was like i don't want to talk to all these people Uh. (laughs) but she was really nice um but i miss more of that interaction Mm -hmm. you know i think they had more of that interaction before social media was really a thing i see or else people were weren't able to make friends as adults i feel like Uh. right because right now there are apps for people to make friends there are friend making apps Uh i've tried them they're not good (laughs) um because because i think the interaction isn't as genuine as if they were in person oh yeah interesting yeah i mean if you know if anyone out there goes to barnes noble wants to talk to me i'm (laughs) willing i want to talk about books with somebody okay (laughs) but here's the thing why are you expecting people to come up and approach you when you can easily do it yourself? Mm. Well, I can, yeah, like I can easily do it myself, right? But I feel more hesitant to what the other person might think, ah. right? Because I, because I've, tr- I've gone up to people and be like, hey, like I like your shoes or whatever, mm-hmm. and they've been like not condescending, but they've been like thanks and kind of like walked away uh. kind of looked at me in a, in a weird way and then kind of walked away I was like oh okay. you're like I'm so sorry <laughs> like okay I'll never I compliment your shoes again yeah I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> um but I'm also like a little bit anxious when it comes to social situations mm-hmm. I love talking to people but mm-hmm. like initiating that kind of gives me like kind of stresses me out gotcha um but I also think that because people are more focused on being present on social media mm-hmm. they don't really see the interactions the the personal interactions to be more meaningful anymore hmm. because right okay. now i feel like it's all but about is it the, the inverse though because I don't know. <laughs> because people don't have as many social interactions in person anymore you yeah. would think that would make them more valuable since they're more scarce. Yeah, but I also think that people value the number of followers they have. They value the comments they get. I think they, maybe younger people in general, maybe, or mm-hmm. people who just like to be on social media yeah. a lot more than maybe I do, or I guess. But I feel like from what I see, people really value the numbers, the validation on social media, on the pictures, on mm-hmm. more more of that than a genuine compliment in person mm. because if you know a genuine comment compliment in person you can't like measure that and see it and be able to kind of keep track of it okay but on social media it's all algorithm algorithmic is that a word no that's not a word, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a word. Uh, um, is that a word no. algorithmic 
I don't know. But it's you can see the numbers. You can see the followers you have. You can see how many likes you get on a picture. You can see right. how many comments you get. That's so true. And I think having a way to see the compliments that you get. Right. The numbers, the amount of compliments you get. That's more meaningful meaningful for a lot of people right now. It's like quantifying yeah, the exactly. acceptance of society. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think that's been shifting how people are interacting in person. Yeah. And I understand being able to see the numbers is validating mm-hmm. um, because data is very, like, it's evidence yeah. that you're doing something that people like. And that's validating. Mm-hmm. But it's also making me sad because there's not as many people who want to make those personal connections in person anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing is maybe it's not that they don't value it but maybe mm-hmm. they just haven't been taught to that's that's also a thing <laughs> <laughs> that's all that could also be a thing definitely um that just makes me even more concerned about <laughs> the future <laughs> generations with social media right because the thing is too i feel like uh, this is like specifically <laughs> my dream is to have a meet cute at a coffee shop <laughs> and then end up marrying the guy <laughs> yeah exactly but, right also, I would never just hit on a guy mm-hmm. <laughs> like exactly. a complete stranger. Yeah. Um, even if it's like completely harmless, you know, yeah. I got nothing to lose. I would never just go up to someone and be like, "Hey, can I buy you a coffee?" Or like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know, nice glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Me hitting on someone. <laughs> if I come after you, glasses, damn, you know these legs are wide open. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm half oh, joking. Oh Anyways. <laughs> like. <laughs> that kind of uh, social interaction or that social skill, I feel like is being less and less accepted because people yeah. don't want to be approached in person, especially not for their glasses. <laughs> and then, too, it's like that's just not the common thing that people do anymore. They'll, like, slide into your DMs yeah. and be like, hey, we should grab dinner sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of a discrepancy in what you expect mm-hmm. because you see all these things that are portrayed in like movies i think with us specifically growing up because oftentimes in movies um they still portray it as like people meeting in person and it's like this little mm-hmm. meet, cute, meet cute and then the couple ends up all happy in the end but that's just not the reality anymore yeah. you know that's why dating apps are a thing and that's dating apps are such a thing and that's why we will have a separate episode just for dating apps. <laughs> um yeah yeah but yeah exactly like mm-hmm. my dream my dream is to meet someone at a bookstore and then get oh yours married. is a bookstore mine is a bookstore mine's a coffee shop <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine is a bookstore i would like a guy okay why a bookstore i don't know i like to read books i would like to you know date a person who also likes to read books ah, <laughs> i don't know nice um mine is coffee shop because 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 <laughs> one must have great taste in coffee ah, right if yeah. he's at the same must. coffee shop yeah that's the only reasonable um <laughs> <That's a laughs> conclusion must. i can draw also probably has good style mm. you know coffee shops are one for the aesthetics that is true also is probably studious mm. Right. go to coffee shops to study exactly yeah so that's that's it yeah that's kind of my reasoning for 
bookstore too oh okay if i feel like bookstore is a little bit more mysterious you know (laughs) lily's really mysterious i am not (laughs) however have zero mystery (laughs) follow me on social media you'll know everything you need to know (laughs) no i don't i don't think i'm mysterious i just don't you know let everybody know my business Uh. (laughs) all the time um but if you ask me, I will let you know everything that's going on in my life. <laughs> okay, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like I am an honest person, but I'm not transparent. Mm, you know? Yeah. So if you ask me what's going on, I'll tell you. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I will tell you and I will sob. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will have all the emotions, but I will tell you. Mm. Um, but mine's a bookstore. I want a bookstore lad. Cute. Right? Uh, um, and I want to be like, hey, what are you reading? And be like, do you have any book recommendations? And just like talk about, you know, the books uh-huh. that we read. Um, I don't know. That might be cute. Cute. Yeah. And hopefully they are also like a little bit more on the intellectual side if they like to read books. Uh-huh. Um, and hopefully, you know, physically attractive too. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we went on a tangent. Big like, tangent. You know, huge a tangent. tangential episode. Um, um, it's fine. But I think just the personal interactions have affected the most, mm. in, in, in my opinion. And I think um, from, you know, growing up and having, uh, watching, you know, older TV shows and movies, like you said, like mm-hmm. Friends, the way that they've oh, approached yeah. dating and Friends is way different compared to now. Yeah, um, for sure. Just like going up to people and like, out in public and being like <laughs> hi and then like dating like what yeah it's like hey i think you're cute it's yeah. like <laughs> first of all if someone does that in current culture that's like low-key creepy yeah and you're like exactly is this a human trafficker <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. anyways um short story uh, yeah. oh, i got approached yeah. by a human trafficker the other day it was oh really scary that's why i made that comment yeah, um are you, anyways are you okay <laughs> i'm good now it was a little scary and okay. i'm kind of paranoid but it's fine i'm fine <laughs> we will go to kickboxing class together thank you we will i bought a taser nice <laughs> <laughs> we will teach you how to self-defend yourself yeah <laughs> yeah fine. um but what yeah what do you think what aspect of your life do you think social media change the most okay i feel like social media has shaped a lot of uh, um how do i describe it okay so i grew up with a father who was very um he has a very insensitive sense of humor (laughs) and so it was difficult seeing all this stuff about you know like a social justice and acceptance and all this stuff on social media Mm -hmm. people will call out things that they think are wrong and uh, like seeing all that and being and agreeing with it and being Mm -hmm. like yeah no people shouldn't be saying these things people shouldn't be making these jokes or using this language Mm -hmm. but then growing up with someone who uh, you know is making tone deaf jokes (laughs) right that's such a dad Um, thing yeah yeah so it was like a a big influence on figuring out what I value mm-hmm. and what kinds of things I agree with mm-hmm. because the things that I saw on social media were not necessarily things that I was raised to value or right. accept or understand. Got it. Um, yeah. So that was that. I think also... Um, I think there was a lot of growth that came with social media too. Mm. 
because specifically with Instagram, I feel like I never really cared much about what I posted on other platforms because I wasn't as active on them as I was on Instagram. Um, with Instagram, I think it, you know, when the app first started out, it was very much about aesthetics mm-hmm. and very yeah. much about like, oh, I have an Instagram theme or, oh, yeah. I'm going to make all of my posts the same kind of uh, filter so yeah. that it all looks cohesive. Yeah. Right. And I cared about that to an extent. Yeah. And uh, me and my friends in college would be like, oh, my gosh, should I use this filter or should I use this filter? Right. Which picture should I post? Which, like, sometimes I still ask that, yeah. right? I do that but, always. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just, like, caring about little things like that. Oh, my gosh, what should I caption this post? And spending, like... <laughs> hours trying to think of a caption literally me. literally people would send me um posts and be like uh, oh my gosh like i don't know what to caption this like uh, i am so scared that this person's gonna see it and they're gonna like i think i'm weird if i like, caption it this but i don't know it's like is that weird like should i caption it this yeah and uh, <laughs> like i feel like i just got so sick of caring mm. about what people were thinking about my post or about how I came off to other people that I just don't care anymore you know Mm -hmm. so I think in that sense I kind of transform into sharing what I like and like not giving a fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know because when you really think about it people will see what you post scroll past it and forget Mm -hmm. about it yeah you know so in that sense, I just I I think I've grown out of the whole caring about what I post <laughs> anymore, that's as good. long as it's not anything that's um, harming anyone else. Yeah. I think I'm very careful about, mm-hmm. um, or like very careful about the language that I use because I've grown to be oversensitive about that with like seeing different people on social media compared to like how my dad would make jokes, you know, mm. or like uh, things like that. Yeah. Um, I think I grew a little bit hyper aware of uh, verbiage. Verbiage, <laughs> yeah. Um, verbiage. Specific diction that I was that I, I was using. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I feel like I don't really care much about what I post about myself anymore because it's like, well, what I post is what I post. Things <laughs> that I like. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <gasps> Unfollow me? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you going to do? Spread it all over the internet? My accounts are public anyway. Like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Turn me into the FBI. They already know, bro. (laughs) They're in all of our phones. They're listening. That's why I get ads for things that I talk about and don't even Google search. They just show up on my phone and suddenly Um, (laughs) they're trying to brainwash me into buying their products because they heard me talk about it once. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, that's so spooky how that happens sometimes yeah. <laughs> what kind of ads do you get <laughs> okay i get it's really funny because i get ads for the company that i work for oh wow yeah so i'll like uh, see ads and then uh, me and my coworker uh, will be like uh, screenshotting them and sending them to each other <laughs> so like they're listening to us oh my God. but where's our raise though <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke it's halfway a joke <laughs> Yeah, I get ads for that. I get ads for um, clothing websites that I online shop on. Mm. 
things that mm. I am um, <laughs> that are currently in my cart, and they're just reminding mm. me that they're in my cart. Yeah, but that's pretty. That's pretty typical. It's, it's, it's typical like online. And the creepier one is when I talk about something verbally. Yeah, and then it, it's like the thing with my company. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting a lot of um, apps about therapy <laughs> and <Nice>. mental health <laughs> lately. So the FBI is trying to tell me something. Mm. It's telling me, Lily, go to therapy. <laughs> okay, I will. Um, I think I'm like less inclined to <laughs> compare myself to other. I think it's easy to, but I think now I'm more conscious not to compare myself to other people because it's like, no, I don't know. It's just like, social media is like dumb. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Social media is a tool of amusement. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I would love to see um, posting and being public the way you do eventually. Because, <laughs> Thanks, man. Because <laughs> um, I think that I would... I appreciate that. I think that would, like, relieve a lot of stress in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, social media is dumb. Um, I don't like it that much. I love it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so entertaining. Uh, it Not is. because I like looking through social media, but only because I like sharing stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things that nobody needs. And... Yeah. I'm going to make a challenge for myself. I'm going to try to post more things that I actually like. Nice. Yeah. Proud of you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Proud of you for that. Yeah. What do, what do I like? <laughs> I'll tell you. The judgment online is a lot easier to digest than the judgment in person. <laughs> that is true. Because if I post a shitty video of me singing online, yeah. people have the choice whether to watch it or not. Yeah. And I have the choice whether or not to look at the comments, That's right? That's true. That is so Whereas true. if you're doing that shit in person and someone just comes up to you and they're like, yo, you suck, bro. You suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> then I kind of have to hear that. Yeah. But at the same time, then maybe it'll build thicker skin. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Pros and I cons. Mean, still not nice. <laughs> yeah. Still not nice. <laughs> but maybe it'll build a little character. Yeah. That's, an, that's another thing. People, because it's on social media, they can hide behind a screen. People are not as nice. Ah. I don't appreciate that. Mm. I want people to be nice to each other. I want people to be nice to each other, too. Yeah. And, you know, YouTube comments are very real. And you see a lot of YouTubers becoming very affected yeah. by the negative comments that they get. And Definitely. that's not nice. Yeah, that's it's not. not. Good. Um, and I think, you know, people who don't have a very big following don't get that and they don't realize that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, just just in general, just yeah. be nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think a good thing to remember, though, is, like, if people are commenting negative things, it's not about you. It's about themselves. Yeah, definitely. You know? Like, yeah. don't take it personally. They're commenting negative stuff on everyone's shit. Oh, definitely. So, they're, it's all good, bro. They're compensating for something. No. <laughs> take I hope, nothing personal. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll I hope. We'll all be fine in the end. I hope people are nice to all of you guys mm -hmm. online. Um, if, <clears throat> if you guys don't have nice people online, I will be nice to you. I'll be just, so nice to you. Yeah, just let me Slide know. Slide through my DMs, please. Yeah, and I will, you know, give you, I don't know, a nice a nice talking to. Yeah. <laughs> give advice. I'll give, or... you, I'll give you a little talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. 
just you know casual conversations about fun things definitely or you know if you i don't know if you want someone to comment nice things on your instagram i will do it just let me know i would be happy to i will be happy to Mm -hmm. spread niceness sure so yeah thanks for listening in thanks for tuning in everyone um i hope you guys enjoyed just casual conversation about social media and just remember to take everything with a grain (laughs) of salt because we are roughly polished we are roughly (laughs) polished and we are unqualified for anything ever (laughs) (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed okay bye okay bye